Welcome to Southpaw's Cast, episode 504, Le Horsefucker Magnifique. <laughs> I am Fuzzwolf. I am Saverin. And I'm not going to try. I'm Shiva. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, it's been a week. And let me tell you, the internet, it's okay. But social media, it's bad. <laughs> It, it is where we get all of our topics. It so. is where we get a lot of our <laughs> topics. I pull some from like Reddit and various other places. I don't go on Facebook, but yeah, a lot of it is Twitter, like admittedly. But sometimes the internet can do very bad things to people that don't deserve it. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit. But hey, we're all here. It's a delightful evening on Shiva's patio. We've got the hookahs. We've got a guard dog who was being very vocal earlier, but I guess has given up on getting Give him attention. Time, he'll say hi again, I'm sure. And yes. it's just a nice night out. Like, this is one of the few nights that you get where it's like the perfect temperature. It's not windy. There's not a ton of bugs out. Here we are. It's nice. We've had like very pleasant conversation for the past hour and a half that you'll never hear because it's just us chatting as friends. Yeah. Um, but then you'll get to hear this, which is about ninety minutes of us talking yeah. um, as friends, but on a podcast. And, and it's important to 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 note though that uh, the salmonella candles are really good for keeping bugs away, but don't eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Do not eat the forbidden sushi. <laughs> sort of like I, I cracked tearing up one day when um, I. We had uh, work done on our house, and like some of the drywall had been removed, and it had been like that for a while because the plumbers were waiting for parts. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I said to Tira, "The house is taunting me with its delicious but forbidden house filling," and <laughs> referring to the pink fluffy um, uh-huh. insulation, forbidden cotton candy. And he just absolutely cracked up laughing. Like I, I didn't even think it was that funny because I I had used that term before. Or I had heard that term for insulation before, but but he'd never heard that before. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's funny the things that'll hit people's funny bones and mm-hmm. just yeah. don't lose it. Yep. He was he lost it. It was great. So yeah, don't eat your uh, house insulation. It, it may look like cotton candy, it is but not. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you will have a bad time. Fiberglass should not be ingested nope. or breathed. <laughs> I saw a tweet today that was somebody posting a picture of their husband's leg coming through the sheetrock on the roof. Mm-hmm. Of their, uh, not, not the roof, but the uh, the attic. Ceiling. Through mm-hmm. the ceiling. And oh, they were no. like, yeah, my husband decided to go up there and not wait for the workmen. And I'm going to hold this photo over him for a while. Oh. And it got quote tweeted with someone like showing people pictures of how people actually work. They use like plates of plywood over like over the beams the beams and yeah. not the actual ceiling parts which is just sheetrock yeah but yeah don't do that let the workmen do their jobs and you know don't eat the house filling yep <laughs> have a bad time <laughs> so let's kick off this week with a return to union watch we have two more stories on that because you know strikes have been ongoing and are still ongoing and i want you guys to know that i made the great sacrifice yesterday i went to target because i had to pick up a prescription and they had pumpkin spice mini wheats but they're made by kellogg's so i didn't buy them now i did get some pumpkin spice twinkies which are made by hostess which is not actually involved in any strikes currently that i know of and they're pretty good 
but I'm pretty sure you can't have them, Fuzz, because it's probably the same stuff that was in those Oreos you couldn't have. Yeah, Plus it might be. Soy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that was probably what caused my reaction to the Oreo was probably soy. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Twinkies have soy in them, probably. Because I can eat I'm regular sure, Oreos. I, I don't know if Twinkie actually has anything that's, like, actually food in it. <laughs> it's all synthetic. Yeah. It, it's food. Asterisk. But Panther actually <laughs> likes them. He was like, you bought Twinkies? Yes. Why did you buy Twinkies? I said, they're pumpkin spice. Why? It's like, <laughs> because I am a sucker for everything pumpkin because spice. Because everything is pumpkin spice. I'm going to take my car for that pumpkin spice oil change and lube job. Yep. Get your pumpkin spice uh, gun oil for your guns and your pumpkin oh, spice lube. I was going to say bucking. pumpkin spice lube made by the other gun oil. Yeah. Th- there probably is a pumpkin spice lube. Well, I, I know there's, like, pumpkin spice Baileys, and uh, Sable was saying she got some pumpkin spice milk delivered. I've got some of that in my fridge. Well, huh. if I can't have it, but... Oh, right. Uh, I, I'm glad it exists. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, speaking of delivery, though, uh, tonight, Amazon workers voted to form Amazon Labor in JFK 8, Staten Island, up in New York State. They are trying to unionize their facility up there in new york previously there was a what, bessemer alabama i think it was yes that was had the one that the came close failed, but didn't pass. It was super sus and so they had to call for a new election and like a, mm-hmm. like lawsuits said they had to give them a new election so that's like it's good that that's happening but also in a literal first uh the Paizo Publishing Corporation, who does Pathfinder and Starfinder, agreed to voluntarily recognize the Paizo Union. These are the people that work on the games and the freelancers to unionize the workplace to get better treatment. They had been in the news, and I think we talked about it last time, mm-hmm. that things were not great at the Paizo offices. Yeah. And they're like, fuck it, we're making a union. And through the power of collective action and having the company buy the balls – they got the company to recognize them because yeah. if they didn't, they would basically have no freelancers and basically nobody in the office actually doing work because uh, it's not like they're a big company. It's not like uh, Hasbro and Watsy, Wizard of the Coast. So that's really good. Congratulations to them. And hopefully it will work out to be uh, a better working situation in a gaming space. And hopefully they will be the first of many because, you know, tabletop games and board games and well, video games especially, really could probably do with unionization. A lot of games are made by companies that are like individual groups or basically like indie devs. Mm-hmm. But for big companies like Wizards of the Coast and anybody else, it's like, yeah, they, they probably could do with a union. Mm-hmm. And I tell you that like employees at like Ubisoft or EA or Activision, those kind of people, they could totally use a union as well. That's... Blizzard. Yeah, well... Fucking act of blizzard, man. That nonsense. Yeah. That's oof. That's that's a whole episode on its own, probably, and nobody would give a shit because it's a lot of like they did a lot of bad stuff and they're trying to fight it tooth and nail to like actually have any consequences or of it. Mm-hmm. All while sanitizing their video games, which is not what people asked for. Yeah, they're like, we need a better culture in the office, not for you to remove the like flirts and jokes from the game. Like yeah, a bunch of the flirts and jokes from WoW are, like, cringy and old and had been in the game since its inception, but that was kind of the charm of them. Like, 
Are you, are you going to take the blood elf dances away because the female blood elf's dancing to Britney Spears Toxic and the male blood elf is doing the dance from fucking Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, I mean... Oh. <laughs> I mean, the orcs still do the MC Hammer dance. I mean, it, it just... I didn't know they did that. Yeah, it's silly. It's it's the stupid things that... So, there's been a whole bunch of shit going down with Blizzard. And in turn, instead of like actually addressing the issue of like sexism and bullshit like that... They are going through, and they are changing little things in the game. Mm. Sometimes it's problematic, like an NPC named after someone who's actually a shitbag. But they're also going through and taking scantily clad women and re- on like a painting in like a background yeah. and replacing it with fruit. They're taking out some of the jokes. They're taking out anything even mildly racy. Yeah. I don't mind them taking out some badly aged humor or a character named after a shitbag, but they shouldn't be doing that instead of addressing their actual real issues. And they're doing that hoping to sort of distract the public with the, oh, well, they changed that, so everything is is okay. That reminds me of something that I think I heard it here. I'm not sure if it was here or somewhere else where basically about goalposts. When you see companies... Mm responding like this like they say hey this is bad you know don't do this and they react so violently the other way like they they go way too far in the other direction it's a thing of they're reacting like this and they're basically nuking it from orbit because they don't actually see the problem they just know that something's wrong mm-hmm. and it's vaguely related to being, you know, you know a frat boy culture. Yeah, something to do with sexy, sexy things. So they just go and they nuke everything from orbit because they don't understand what people are actually complaining about. Yeah. They just. Yeah, and like. I, I understand that's probably a mindset thing. If you're a shitty person, you don't, you don't see that. But like, you know, the reality is there's like senior VP sexually harassing a female employee and their solution is, well, we'll make everyone's butt flat in the game now. It's mm-hmm. like, no, that's, that's not what the problem was. And like some of the, some of the things had been asked to be removed and that's fine, like from internally, but it also kind of deflects the conversation away from this person harassed employee to the point where she killed herself to the SJWs are making the take out my sexy jokes. How dare they? Yeah. Like it shifts the conversation around the, the company is trying to get the lawsuit from the state of California dismissed for all the harassment and bullshit towards women and minorities that work in their company. Mm-hmm. And they also have people on the other side going, the SJWs are making them take out the dan- the, the jokes and changing sexy ladies to fruit. But it, that's, and that's not and like, anything that anybody – I mean maybe some really extremists asked for. I mean but there most of the is people... an intersection, but they're – deflecting the actual big yeah. structural issues with superficial bullshit that gets the capital G gamer TM types riled up. Yeah, hopefully the uh, the people in California, the government that are bringing this lawsuit are smart enough not to be distracted by oh, these little not. surface level things. But the like um, industry as a whole like all their mm. fans they're they're trying to you know they're trying to get public perception on their side but and then i guess they they assume they can go to court and be like 
look, our user base doesn't see us as a problem. And so, yeah, uh, it's like, look, we've done all these things to make reparations, except actually like treating people like human beings. Yeah, which is what the the entire thing has been like. You know, don't sexually harass people. Well, we 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 cleaned up our act and removed all the sexy stuff. Blah 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 blah. It's like, but are you treating people like people with feelings? You know. Yeah. But anyway. Yes, Blizzard, they sure are a thing, and mm. will be an ongoing thing for a while, because these types of lawsuits take a very long time to do. So let me mention something else uh, on a on similar topic. So Netflix and their, their current hot water that they're in with the latest Dave Chappelle special and uh, transphobic jokes in it. So their initial reaction was the CEO basically reacted very badly to the criticism and then he went and did a bunch of interviews with like four or five different um websites you know like 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 verge and 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 a bunch of other ones and he admitted his wrongdoing in that he said he overreacted and said some things that he shouldn't but he still stood by his opinion that you know free speech and everyone has to have a voice and we're not going to censor you know we have to let shitty people say shitty things and also produce trans content we and we cannot possibly not do the bad one and that's one of those things that like he puts out there as his apology that's not an apology at all and like yeah you acted like you responded like an asshole and yeah people didn't like that but you haven't changed the thing that people were actually upset about and he did this to try and head off the walkout by the uh, trans and trans ally employees and yeah i'm glad people saw through that bullshit because that didn't work the walkout went ahead as planned um and that was yesterday i believe yep Yep. and people were real shitty about it on social media because it's like trans people standing up for themselves and cis people being like oh how dare you attack me it's like come on man and the thing is i think we brought this up last week that like even the Chappelle things don't even like make their money back in terms of how much it cost them to make yep where it's like yeah they only made about like 80 percent back of their opportunity cost or whatever mm-hmm. they spent 23 million on it and only made back like 20 whereas they made a ton more money off of what they spent on bo burnham's special who is not to my knowledge transphobic well then also like they made a lot of money on a uh, squid game too yeah which is like the current big thing that everybody's talking about oh and uh, i saw a fucking tweet about that today some fucking pinhead right winger wrote an article saying that oh no the the writers of squid game say that their show is anti-capitalist but it's actually anti-communist and the quote tweet i saw was basically someone calling them to task on the on it's like gotta love it when people tell you that the literal writers of a show are wrong about why they wrote the show it was it was a uh, bomb's fall uh scott That's benson scott Pinson, of yeah. um night in the woods fame who was pointing this out and it's 
Just like, ugh, reminds me morons. of like the the like the lit in college about blah blah blah, and the red door is a symbolism for this. And the writer is just a red fucking door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or more often than not, you also have images of like tent cities in the United States or piles of garbage uncollected oh, right. yeah. on the streets of uh, And they'll London. say Joe Biden's America or this is what socialism brings to America. It's like this is literally the situation right under now. capitalism right now. It didn't just pop up as soon as Biden got elected president. And <laughs> Well, I mean, it was like the the pictures of no, the Shiva, empty I think shelves. you mean as soon as Biden illegally stole the election. Oh, totally. Mm. Well, the last week we talked about the people trying to play gotcha with the empty shelves that had the pound symbol on the price tags. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is Biden's America. You know. No, Biden's that's uh, Johnson's England. Yeah, like th- there's a bit of difference between the two. A bit of water. A bit of a bath. There's a oh. whole accent thing, and you know, we don't have a queen. You, know, you mean Bath, the town in England? You know, pretty soon the Great British Bake Off is just going to be the people fighting over, like, the last bag of flour. <laughs> you know, like, who, who gets to make scones one final time before they starve to death? They try to make an orange-related dish, and it's like, but we only have one orange because they don't grow in this country. Yeah. British Bake Off, but it's only stuff that can be grown in England and is from England. And so it's like, all right, we're making eel everything. Except the eels and the Thames probably all died out by now. So... You know, they're they're going to have uh, some bad times in the UK, but yeah, a lot of it is like, anytime something bad in, ha- in America, they're like, what are we, Asians? When they like over communism, it's all communism. Oh, yeah. It's like, a lot of, yeah, a lot of the anti-communism thing comes as anti-Asian, anti-Chinese, because they're like, sure, every Chinese person is totally down with, you know, the Chinese government's version of communism, and it's like... No, especially not the people who are in this country, literally because their families escaped from the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. It's infuriating. But in the furry space, we also had someone do one of those same apologies where they were like, I'm sorry for a thing, but I'm still totally right. And I'm going to double down on my shitty opinion and I'm going to turn replies off. Yep. And you're like, well, geez, Fuzz, that could be any number of fucking stupid things. And you're but I'll right. I'll let you tell the story of who this was or what the situation The situation, was. at least, because I don't need to name names. Anybody that's been on the internet and gives a shit about this type of bullshit will have seen it. So I did have the, I wouldn't say pleasure, but opportunity to observe two nearly identical harassment arcs in a single day's time. Well, two days' time. It all starts out with one account attacking another with a spurious thing, adding on further, and then eventually bouncing. They're like, they delete the tweet or delete their account and be like, oh, well, I'm still right. They're still bad people at the end. And it's really interesting because one of them was in the furry community and one of them was in the pony fandom. So the first one, it was over feral art which is a common bugaboo. In fact, I've 
seen tweets dating back to probably 2013, 2014 about the same topic. It comes around every few months because the circle... The Sassaburos wheel gets gets spun spun and, you know... Lands on feral. The circle jerk continues. Yeah, it's not... If it's not feral, it's pup hoods. If it's not pup hoods, it's furries over 30. If it's not furries over 30, it's like baby furs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a few more things that people always come back to, but it is clout chasers trying to get more followers. And in this particular case, the shit stir that kicked it off in the furry community was also the person who a few months ago started a big hullabaloo over the notion that all vor is not safe for work and if you let children see vor artwork you are a pedophile do you know how many fucking cartoons dating back a century have fucking vor in them yep look a, a video game podcast that I listened to literally used the term Vorgiu today. Mm-hmm. Giant Bomb, they were talking about one of the monsters in Back for Blood. It's the equivalent of the witch from Left for Dead 2 mm-hmm. for people who played that. Runs up, gulps you up, and then runs away. If, the, if your allies fail to kill her before she escapes, your character dies. Well, and Ajax Fucking and I Pinocchio watched... Pinocchio had uh, the whale... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, Ajax and I watched a very recent show. It's like the new version of Wacky Races. Um, the one with, like, Augie Doggy and Doggy mm-hmm. Daddy. And oh, it, um, and the Jellystone. Camp, yeah. Camp Jellystone, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, the first episode was, like, it, all vor. The very first episode, like, Yogi just keeps eating and eating, and then he doesn't want to eat Augie Doggy, and Doggy Daddy is like, what's wrong with my beautiful girl? Why won't you eat her? I demand you eat my beautiful daughter right now. And it's, it is, you know, he's eating everybody and everything, and it's like, this is a vor-heavy episode. This is made for children and adults like cartoons. And there was another episode of that where the grape ape or the giant their King Kong is like passes out in the city and they have to go inside him in like an inner space joke. And That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they go in but anyways, the this person is a known shitster. They're a fifteen thousand follower account, so like obviously shouldn't be trusted. Like once you go past a certain threshold, I don't trust individual furries that aren't like artists but they quote tweeted a trans woman to attack her and then we got we got our first pillar of the three of these types of callouts accusing her of being a zoophile because she likes feral art she has art of her character drawn as a dog because she's a wolf therian okay not a big deal so that got traction because people love a call out and love the opportunity to slag people online because then someone found that three people in the 15,200 followers that this person had at the time, had the Zeta symbol in their name or bio. Therefore, meaning that she had a whole nest of them somewhere, even though there was only three. So you have the, the first pillar calling someone a And Zeta. these are people that followed her. Yeah. Like, not people she followed. Or did. In you know, like you pointed out, we don't know if like they added the Zeta symbol sometime after she followed them, or she just saw. Well, no, no, they felt and- the, these the the people that say it in their icon followed this person out of three people out of fifteen thousand two hundred followers, mm. and therefore there she was bad by association because people followed her, and then people then decided, well, we have to up the ante, we have to call her a pedophile because well. Nobody calls trans people pedophiles. It's only been like one of the most common things ever happening because, you know, gays and anybody that's not straight gets called a pedo because, of course, that's how it's always been. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, it was this completely tangential thing. They had brought someone in who they knew. They let them come in on the street and then they were doing sus shit without people knowing and they got raided by the cops. 
And, like, they took the tweets of this person having, like, trauma posting after the fact as proof that they were in on it. So you have Uh, calling her a zoo and then calling her a pedophile. Because she knew someone that turned out to be a pedophile. She was letting somebody who turned to be a pedophile sleep on their couch. And, like, I've known people who later turned out to be pedophiles and had friends that were living with them and their reaction is always shock and horror like which was her reaction just because you find out that a roommate or someone crashing on your couch as a pedophile doesn't mean that you support pedophiles especially because i mean the in the tweets are like holy fuck i didn't know this was terrifying i'm bleeding from all the glass and so pedophiles usually keep that shit pretty much to themselves yeah like it's not like she would have known and then they had to up the ante once more where somebody who was local to her decided to be like oh well you know back six seven years ago when we were you know dumb teenagers we would sing along with all the rap songs including saying the n-word therefore she's a racist now six something years ago she was pre-transition and a younger dumber much full of cummer stupid little channer probably and you're digging up this shit from six years ago and you're ignoring any intervening character development so because nobody ever learns nobody ever changes yeah man i'm i'm the same person i was when we started this show in 2008 totally and so you have the three main pillars calling someone a zoo calling someone a pedo calling someone racist and then, you know, after much consternation, it gets fucking posted all over the internet. You have people bringing up uh, feral art again, and it's just this big fucking thing. The absolute motherfucking scumbag that started all this nonsense deletes all their tweets about it and says, well, I deleted all my tweets, but I'm still right. Like you said, Fuzz. Yep. And that's the arc. You have the three main pillars. You cause hurt to a victim. You talk pile a trans woman, which the internet loves to fucking do. And then you delete your shit and bounce while the person that got attacked still has to deal with interminable amounts of anime icons, calling them every name in the book, forever. So that was in the furry fandom. It was shit. I blocked a fuckload of furries over this nonsense because it was really dumb. And you know what? If you're going to be the type of person that reacts like that, I don't want anything to fucking do with you. Fuck off. I will block you. I don't care how many people that I follow that follow you. If you're going to believe this nonsense and knee-jerk your way into, like, sending nasty comments to someone, I don't want anything to do with you. And a lot of these people are in their late teens, early 20s, so they're very much on the, like, I gotta stand up on a soapbox lest I be attacked type of thing because, you know, they're doing that guilt by association shit. So there's the furry side. But we also had the same thing happen in the pony community. In this particular case was a 17-year-old shitster making the same types of claims against the pony artist Imalu. They're a French professional artist who is an Ascended fan. They got their start in like the early pony fandom, got much better in their skill, and actually is responsible for a lot of the character designs of the current Gen 5 ponies, including the main two characters. But the 17-year-old, without trying to reach out, without trying to contact the artist, without trying to do anything, literally dropped the exact same three accusations on this artist and then used every fucking hashtag in the pony fandom to spread this, like, wildfire. Now, gotta bear in mind that France is, like, seven hours ahead of us, so this attack was literally going on at dead of night for them. Mm -hmm. And you had a horde of 17-year-olds and their idiot enablers calling an artist a pedophile a zoophile and a racist at 
two in the fucking morning when they're supposed to be asleep. And it, they got woke up and they were trying to deal with it and all this other bullshit. But you had the same type of shit. You had them calling her a pedophile because her spouse draws shipping fan art of adult characters from anime. But kids might see it. Therefore, they're exposing them to bad stuff, I guess. I don't know. And like the characters that were being drawn are all of age or in their mid-twenties, which is, you know, honestly the outlier in anime. Yeah, I was gonna say. And then you and had... were they just holding hands, too? Yeah, Nothing it was rich. literally holding hands. It was just the dumbest shit. And then the the zoo thing was like, because a furry called her a horse fucker, and then they were like, oh, well, by that extension, you must be a zoo file too, huh? Because you the person had a furry icon. And they were relying on Google Translate to translate French, which apparently is a bad idea. I don't know. And they're like, no, of course I'm not a fucking zoophile. I was responding to this dumbass. You stripped it of context. And then... Yeah, uh, just a note, Google Translate for any language might get you a somewhat general idea, but it, it, it loses a lot of nuance. It, it loses... And it just flat out fails sometimes. So, yeah, don't base things yeah. off of google translate but like a furry calling a brony a horse fucker like come on man look pot kettle black come on and then the racist part was back in the day this person got their start in 4chan they participated in draw threads and at one point they drew Ariane, the nazi pony oc like in 2014 2015 whatever but they'd since deleted it from their art accounts deleted from their tumblr there was no source remaining but here's the fucking gist in 2018 or so derpaboru the ponies e621 essentially deleted all their nazi shit they had a big old purge kicked out anything racist and it was it was good for them like i think we talked about it at the time it was like hey finally got their act together yeah um and the pony community has been fighting back pretty hard on trying to deal with racists and the like the the nazi bronies and the the hardcore channer types made their own Nazi Derpiboru, it's, I forget what it's called, but it essentially pulled all the art of this character and anything that was going to get deleted off Derpiboru and made their own, their own little hate site, essentially. Imagine being that dedicated to being shitty. You're like, no, we must preserve this racist pony artwork and make yeah. a whole fucking website. Muffrey's Peach it. and all that. And so the people trying to attack her and call Emily racist were literally having to go to the Nazi pony board to find the links for this art. And it was, again, the same three fucking pillars of bullshit callouts. If you couldn't get one, add another and add another. And then, you know, you get the extra bonus of, oh, well, they did this thing five, six, seven, eight years ago that nobody can, like, really effectively corroborate and completely ignores any type of character development in any time. And you just have to, like, accept this accuser's word on faith. And it was really wild because you have two separate communities with the same fucking pillars of bullshit callouts. And like, again, it's a lot of people that are much younger who haven't seen this type of cyclical bullshit. And in both case, well, in this particular case, in the pony case, the art, the person who started this shit nuked their account, which honestly, like if someone recreated the ending of Jay and Silent Bob Strike back to either one of the two people that kicked this shit off, it would be a firm bit of justice. But it's just really fascinating that it's a fucking playbook like you you have these fucking 80 plus page call out posts sometimes and then sometimes it's just people making shit up out of whole cloth or doing the most extremely muscle wrenching reach possible yeah to like try to paint somebody as something they're absolutely not 
They have to detach their arms like those detachable warp nacelles in Discovery. And, like, the thing with Emilou is she's a fucking professional artist. She works in the animation industry. Like, this little 17-year-old shithead could have caused her a lot of issues. Like, cause this person to lose their fucking job. Like, really given them the whole, like, pony staff experience, because this happened, this type of shit happened to a lot of, like, show staff on pony back mm-hmm. in the day. Didn't you say they also used, like, every MLP-related hashtag yeah. that they could fit? Like, they were Just not... to make sure that pony-related people maybe working on the show saw it. Yeah. Like, oh, they're gonna send this to Hasbro, and, you know, they're gonna fire her from having done character design work in the past but like she's done uh, packaging design work she is literally an ascended fan she is like the pinnacle of what a fan of a property can really be who like gets their start doing fan art and so like good for her on being successful mm-hmm. and fi on the little shithead who decided they were going to like they got a bug up their ass and like i'm gonna try to take this artist down a peg or five none of this shit had any basis in reality but you still ended up with hordes of children and dipshits causing problems for an adult professional. And it's fascinating to see because I, you know, it's only fascinating because it's not anywhere near me and I get to like dispassionately block assholes. But like you have people that just take the wildest fucking take, look at something you said, take the worst possible reading of it and then run with it and see if it sticks to the fucking wall it's it's insane but it's just really interesting how you got to see i got to see two separate call outs on two separate spheres do the same thing a day apart and it's like oh this is this is all bullshit oh this is really cool so that that's basically the gist of it like you guys listening are probably smart enough to know not to participate in this type of nonsense use your fucking head and like look at any sort of accusation like that before like tweeting it to your five million followers but you know you when you're a 17 year old cum brain that doesn't know any better and hasn't been on the internet that long you're gonna be like oh this person's actually bad i gotta retweet it and make sure that my people know my followers know and that they should remain safe somehow because they follow an artist who does pony stuff officially and a 17 year old made up shit about like it's really fucking bizarre like you say social media is fucking awful and this is like a key fucking proof of it and yeah like it happens to women it happens to trans women what a fucking surprise mm-hmm. like so this thing that my dad just sent me is really fucking cool yeah shifting back topics to something less uh, uh bullshit so he sent me a sar- uh article from alivescience.com <clears throat> and it's about should you mix and match COVID-19 vaccines and the answer is it's looking very promising Mm-hmm. A study was den- done by the National Institute of Health um, about it, and it hasn't been peer-reviewed yet, but so far what their thing is showing is that depending on what combination that you do, it can be a better overall result. So Pfizer and Moderna, it has come out that you get pretty much, pretty much equivalent of getting the other. So if you got original was Pfizer. If you get Moderna, you get about the same coverage. Yeah. Not for the first two doses, no, but no. for the booster, booster dose, you can get a different one than you originally got. So, but they said the most interesting one is uh, folks that originally got Johnson & Johnson, 
they actually authorize, it looks like, boosters two months after getting it. Mm-hmm. But they're saying, at least in this article, is uh, if you got Johnson & Johnson originally and then you followed it up later with a booster of one of the other two, uh, whereas the other two, you see a jump from like, uh, it was like four something to like 20, whatever that index indicates. Uh, but with starting with Johnson & Johnson... And going to one of the other mRNA, uh, or whatever combination of letters, because I can't fucking talk. No, that's right. mRNA. Using the regulators, here it is, 4.2 to 20 fold. But if you start with Johnson & Johnson and then go to the one of the other two, it's 6.2 to 76 fold. Neat. More increased protection. Um, and so they did a study of like... Almost 500 people, and they did various combinations, um, and they even have like a grid of like their average results. Mm-hmm. Uh, like two doses of Pfizer, another Pfizer, you get 20, if up to 20% more. If you go with a Moderna, it's like 31, but if you go Johnson Johnson, it drops to 12. Two doses of Moderna, and it gives like that. One dose of Johnson & Johnson pair is with Pfizer is 35 Pair it with Moderna up to 75%, and another Johnson Johnson is just 4%. So, wow, that's some really interesting, you know, just number changes. So, yeah. if you got the J&J initially, you should totally consider getting a Moderna or Pfizer as a, it, for least, your booster. Yeah, if that's, at least, I mean, if this is, holds up, then yeah, it's literally double the Pfizer uh, results if you started with one level of Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's really that's good news. You should min-max. Yeah, I so I just dropped that into our topic archive, and yeah. it's just but it's like wow, this is really. Yeah, cool. I'll make sure to include this one in the show notes because it's. Hi, Bo. Bo is very excited. Um, he had to speak up about his feelings on vaccines. He he does not like vaccines well, because he's a dog. It's okay, buddy. You need them. Yeah, because I got my booster shot as well, and so like, but I'm like triple Moderna. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever. I'll I'll make sure to include that in the show notes. Um, speaking of vaccinations, though, there have been some deadlines crossed, and therefore, like, state of Washington has been firing people. Like, you didn't get the fucking shot. You don't have a job. And there was two particular stories that came up on this, because one, the uh, Washington State coach Nick Rolovich is trying to sue over him refusing oh, to get the vaccine. This fucking explanation just like, fuck you he was like no it's an attack on my catholic faith Does never mind catholic the fact have anything about against vaccines? no the pope literally said get your fucking vaccine like the more yeah, popey language i don't think vaccines are mentioned in the bible and when you're catholic the pope is supposed to be speaking for god so if the pope says get your fucking vaccines then it's your faith to go and get your fucking vaccine yeah, and says Rolovich and four of his assistants were fired on Monday, which is, say, this last Monday, uh, for not getting their vaccine after the governor mandated that all state employees had to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. The attorney said Rolovich was escorted by campus police to his car and not allowed to speak to the team or visit his office after his dismissal. Um, Rolovich had requested a religious exemption, but was denied. Because religious exemptions are bullshit. Yeah, the institution also indicated that even if the exemption had been granted, no accommodation would have been made. This has been pretty much across the board. A lot of people being like, well, I don't believe in blah because abortion sells. 
because a lot of a lot of testing done on human cells are derived from a single cell line from like the it was 90s from, or something. No, from like the 60s. Yeah, it's, one lady. It's this one one, one person that like her cell lines are, they don't die they, they don't die keep... they're functionally immortal they don't they, they don't produce the shit that makes you age right and so they can make these hunks of flesh for testing that just don't die until they die from like getting exposed to vaccines that don't work i guess so like but people try to be like oh it's tested on aborted babies well it's tested on cells that started that way sure but so is like 90 percent of other drugs we take including like aspirin see sarin the, the moral problem with this is that stem cells can become any other kind of cells and if they choose to make them into say muscle cells then you can grow human meat and you can have legal cannibalism and and you know what are the moral implications of that personally i'm all for it because you know from what i hear it tastes like chicken and you know the poultry pork. industry really needs an overhaul mm-hmm. long pork yeah like pork. outlaw outlaw veal eat human the other <laughs> the other other white meat a, well, a modest proposal if you will okay you beat me to the joke um <laughs> But yeah, like it, a lot of these religious exemptions are not being granted and people are losing their fucking jobs and they're being big giant babies about it because like people like I've been doing this for 22 years and this will be the last time you hear me on the radio. Fuck the governor. And they're mm-hmm. like state troopers that are being forced out. But I mean, at 22 years, you get your fucking pension because it's 20. This is so- like that one fuck with Kim something or other in one of the middle of the country states that didn't want to sign marriage licenses oh, for gay couples. Yes, that the Kim Davidson was, or yeah, something that, like Kentucky? that. Kentucky? Yeah. I think she was like in a county in Kentucky and the county commissioner or whatever has to sign the marriage licenses. And she refused. And she refused and they were like, Well, fuck you. You know, and she took it to court and everything. And, it's yeah. like you serve the people. You then, don't get to pick which ones. Yeah. Then, of course, there was also another similar stunt where firefighters and police officers who had also not gotten the vaccine and were thus fired went and left their boots on the steps of, like, the state courthouse or something. Mm -hmm. And they tried to make a big old deal of it. And then the follow-up is, my favorite part of the article is, the shoes were snagged almost immediately. Within 10 minutes of their departure, a group of young people collected the shoes for mutual aid projects. Nice. So they left a bunch of shoes as litter and a local you know collectivist slash anarchist group whoever came in and just scooped those fuckers right up and were like hey work boots baby we can give these to homeless people exactly so you know the the cops are making people safer by quitting and also providing helping the homeless and providing footwear like and footwear is very this, important. this is more good than some of these people have done in years of their life <laughs> by quitting and leaving their boots yes, for the other people to take. Yes, the best thing a take. cop could do is quit and leave your boots for somebody um, else. Because we had last week, I think, talked about this TikTok video of some soldier being like, oh, you know, I'm doing this under duress, getting his fucking COVID vax, and the <laughs> person giving the shots like, move your arm, and swats the paper and out the of the way. Quote, and the quote tweet on it was, I didn't join the army to be told what to do. Yeah. Lord knows they get loaded up with vaccines for going all over the fucking globe. Yeah, like, well, you didn't fucking object to the line of shots you got in basic? Well, like, I mean, like, the, they even still give you, like, the fucking anthrax vaccine, and that's never been approved. It's just EUA for the military. But 
it's not about actually caring about science. It's Paul politicization. It's fucking stupid. We've talked about it forever. And yet the Herman Cain Awards still keep coming because, you know, Colin Powell fucking rest in piss. He got COVID and died. And they tried to make this big fucking hullabaloo of the fact that he had been vaccinated. But it also fails to mention that he had fucking blood cancer, uh, and which leaves had you... had no white blood cells. Yeah, there. he's like functionally, like maximally immunocompromised. He should have been like living in the bubble for like the last 18 months. Yeah. And so like they tried to make the thing of like, oh, he got COVID anyway. It's like, yeah, he had no immune system to work with really. Wasn't so. he also like 82? He was 84. 84. Yeah. I mean... Like, what sucks is, like, as the architect of the Iraq War and maximum liar to the UN about all the bullshit and setting up a million and a half dead Iraqis, Mm. he ended up dying at home without facing any consequences. You know, that sucks. Same thing will happen to Bush and Cheney. And fucking... They They will live a long life with the best medical care in the world and die at home. So, we all need to cross our fingers in old people news... Betty White is 99, closing on 100. Oh, nice. She will be 100 January 17th. So we all need to, like, wrap her in butter, uh, bubble wrap and give her, like, a national protection, you know, so mm-hmm. that she, she... Let her live inside a giant HEPA filter. <laughs> like, and everybody comes up to her in those, like, clean suit, clean room suits. I built my house out of HEPA filters. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like... Wrap her in bubble yeah. wrap. She's almost there. Yeah. People that need to stick around are her. People that we could, like, come on, Death, get with it. Fucking, uh, like, Kissinger. My, my grandfather said he was aiming for 100, and unfortunately, he checked out at 92. But, you know, that's still a good long time. I'll take yeah. 92. I'll take 92. Yeah. So, going back to dumb state stuff, though. Well, going to dumb state stuff, because, like, Washington actually firing the dipshits that didn't comply. Like, all for all their fucking posing, do not comply, I will not comply, what are they going to do, fire all of us? Well, no, they're just going to fire the percent of you guys that don't get your fucking shots, which isn't actually that many in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, especially since COVID's gotten a bunch of them already. Yeah, and like, the whole thing, or a couple weeks ago, it's like, they fired 175 people from this hospital system. Most of them were administrators, and it was like half a percent of their employees. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Oh, congratulations, you put your money where your mouth is. Um, except now that you've done that, your money, which is to say your retirement and pension and stuff, it goes away. I was actually, what the Navy's going to do to people that don't get their vaccinations in the military. Yeah. They're going to get discharged and have to pay back all their training costs and their enlistment bonuses from when they got in. Yep. So, like, yeah, you really stuck it to the man. And, like, all these cops that quit, like, you have the most easy, most unaccountable job on the fucking planet, and you're going to quit? You're going to, like, kill somebody working at a Target. You're going to, like, have some customer come up and be a Karen at you, and you're going to smash their head on the carpet and actually face consequences. Whereas if you were a cop, you could just do that willy-nilly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, retail workers definitely face more consequences than the cops. Yeah, so, like, these people have literally, like, for their fucking wank, literally made themselves actually accountable, possibly. So, you know, piss on them. But speaking of people that need to be pissed on, our Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. He's a piece of shit. He's been under indictment for the past several years of the FBI. Hasn't actually faced any consequences yet. and It's still in office. It's still in office, which, unfortunately. you know, if he were a Democrat, he'd, he would have been out of office by now. No. He would have been, like, shamed into resigning. Well, he put forth... You but know, standards don't 
count when you're a Republican. Yeah, exactly. Right? Rules don't matter. It's all oh god. Anyways, before Saverin starts talking about Minecraft, uh, Dan Patrick put out a thing about how he want you know if you have proof of voter fraud, I will pay you twenty five thousand dollars for a conviction of someone doing doing a voter fraud. Yep. And a Democratic poll worker in Pennsylvania claimed himself a check because he was responsible for catching a Republican trying to double vote or whatever in the state of Pennsylvania, and that person was convicted of a crime, and Dan Patrick actually paid out. There's a picture of the dude holding a check for $25,000 yeah. from... And I don't think that'll be the last time he has to pay out if he's going to uphold that promise. Yeah. <laughs> Texans for and Dan Patrick, his pack, had a check for 20... Paid a fucking Democrat because a Republican fucked up. Yeah, there, yep. were, there were five cases in Pennsylvania this last cycle, four mm -hmm. of which were Republicans. And, uh, yeah. The See, that's the thing. Everything Republicans complain about is all projection. It's all shit that they are doing, and they assume that the other side is doing as well, except they're not. Like, majority of the cases of voter fraud, Republicans say voter fraud is a widespread issue and that it caused the last two elections to be affected, even the one that their party won. But it's overwhelmingly Republicans that are actually committing the voter fraud. And their explanation when they get caught is, well, the other side does it. And it's the same with pedophilia, too. Like, they they go, they make a big thing about, you know, pedophilia is bad. I'm not going to dispute that. But, you know, they they really go hard on that. But it's always fucking Republicans that end up being removed from office for, like, fucking rent boys. And or youth pastors or children's pastors. Yeah, it's, a lot it's of always conservatives. Like, I'm not, okay, I'm not going to say always, but it is highly the majority conservatives. It literally boils down to Lady Doth protest too much more often than not. Yeah. Like, the people that yell about shit are usually the people with the most to hide about shit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Like all these super anti-gay Republicans, and it turns out... They get out, picked up in a bathroom sucking cock. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But it was nice that he actually did pay out that money to uh, someone who found some genuine, real-ass uh, fraud. And they ha just Democrat. <laughs> happened to be a Democrat. Yep. Who caught a Republican. Because it also happened in Florida, and I'm sure it happened in Texas, too. Like, it's it's a lot of Republicans, but it's such a low fucking incidence. But they try to, they blow it up, and there we go. The other thing they do is the really uneven consequences. I don't remember the specifics of this, but I remember... A white lady Republican was found to have committed voter fraud and basically got off with a warning. But a black lady Democrat committed voter fraud and she got like six years in jail. Yep. And that was here in Texas, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I know the black lady was. I don't know if the white lady was in Texas. I think it might have been. Well, that's like um, and, and this is actually we're going to talk about like uneven <clears throat> shit. So there was one of these Jan six fuckers. Oh, yeah. So a lot of the January 6th insurrectionist fuckers that got arrested interfacing charges, they're getting like five, six months, some of them probation, some of them getting time in the Fed, but it's all misdemeanor stuff. They might not even lose the right to vote. But there was a black dude who... Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. I know. Who was involved with that, but also posted a bunch of inflammatory shit. He got like 14 months in Fed and federal... In like Mm -hmm. uh, felonies. I mean, he was also misrepresenting himself as part of the military, so like stolen valor and shit. 
Bo has feelings oh, about yeah. January 6th. But it was one of those things where it's like all these white fuckers getting like yeah. six months and a slap on the wrist. <laughs> Bo. Yeah. So even exactly. the, a guy on their side, but he's black, so he gets like twice as much time yeah. in jail for the same crime. Speaking of So this, it's just like, yeah, we, we can point to all these various incidences. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point to one more double standard that Saver knows what I'm talking about because he saw me reading the letter here. So uh, AOC quote tweeted this, which is why I know. So on the House floor, Liz Cheney, who is a Republican, entered this into the record calling out another Republican, Jim Banks, for sending letters to government agencies claiming he is the ranking member of the 1-6 committee, even though he is not on the committee. In AOC, her tweet is, feels like there are a zillion scandals a month Republicans get in that would result in my expulsion or sanction if I ever did the same. I know it's a tired thing to say, but over time it's a bummer to experience how systematically an institution treats different people. And she's absolutely right. When Democrats do something wrong, it usually ends up with them leaving office. Like, uh, one famous example would be Senator Al Franken, who was a Democratic senator from Minnesota, who had some allegations of sexual harassment towards him that may or may not have been legit. We don't really know, but he resigned in fairly short order. But these Republican fuckers, they just keep going, doing illegal shit, you know, bribery, corruption, and it never sticks, and they stay in office. And the thing is, Franken took that act on his own, and the Democrats are like, yeah, it's probably a good idea, you should, because they're they're the better party. They're more moral than the so-called moral majority party. They could only organize themselves worse shit. Yeah, I have a lot of problems with the Democrats. I'm not saying that they're perfect. Oh, well, I'm oh, just no. saying they're oh. way oh, they fucking are. better than the alternative. I mean, and they don't want to dissolve and, your marriage. And Yeah, and I explained this to Ajax the other day. My choices as a voter right now, I totally fell into that, fine, Biden 2020, but this is bullshit, you know, bumper mm-hmm. sticker, where, yeah, I'm going to vote for Biden. I'm going to vote for the Democrat. Because my choices right now are... The party that wants to take away my marriage and a good chunk of them want to just flat out see me dead versus the party of, meh, we need need your votes. (laughs) Did we cover the uh, bullshit in Texas about the... suicide hotline oh no i think that happened in between the episodes so there's we, so much bullshit in texas so i have i don't think i've heard the suicide yeah. hotline. um so we used to have like a lbgt page of resources on the governmental website oh okay yeah including a suicide hotline right and huffings who is an even farther right uh than um cruz i think it's cruz or it's abbott no, it's Abbott's the governor that he's running against. So, and he's even further right. And oh, that's right. This is the guy that's trying to primary Abbott from the right. Yeah. And one of the basic, people. And he basically said, look at this stuff. This isn't my morals. This isn't Republican morals. But clearly, this is Abbott's morals. Yeah. And he did. This, and then the state pulled that down, down the resource page. Oh shit, we have something queer-friendly on our website, we have to remove it. It's not even queer-friendly, it's just fucking basic. 
Like this is this is default. You have done the barest fucking minimum. Oh, that's too much. I mean, that's fucked up. At least they can still call the Trevor Project. Like they can't yeah. stop that from existing. But... but they they wiped out what little resources they had. Yeah. And they I don't know if they've commented on it yet, but yeah, basically Huffings, Huffines, however you say his name. Yeah. Basically called Abbott out of you're not Republican. You're a rhino. You're a it means Republican in name only. Uh, and, yeah. and the Democratic side is Dino Democrat yeah. name only, which is what Joe Manchin is. Uh okay. Makes sense. I mean, it is like you're not far enough right, you're not Republican enough, blah 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 blah. And it's like, okay, I don't want to prepare to appear weak, so pulls it down. Yeah, well, I mean also you have Alan West is also trying to primary him from the Oof, right. That fuck that's a guy that like Got kicked out of his position in Florida, I think? Um, no, he was previously the state chair of the Texas GOP, and he quit because they weren't conservative enough for him. He's also black, so he has no chance with the Texas Republican Party. I'm sure he's the guy that was some position in Florida, got run out there, and then became the GOP leader in Texas and is we weren't extreme enough running to unseat uh, Abbott. I, I can't recall. Isn't Abbott a Trump guy? Hasn't he been supportive of Trump? Oh yeah. He was one of the people that tried to file us uh, tra- challenge the Supreme court about the election and shit. Right. Our governor is extremely right wing. He's a Trump loyalist and he's still getting primaried from people more extreme than him. That's fucking terrifying. Personally, my hope is that, um, Beto O'Rourke makes a run for governor and that hopefully we can overcome our all of our voter suppression in this state to get our first Democratic governor since 1994. But yeah, that was my Texas is awful to gay story because that's that's near and yeah. queer to our heart. I'm worried that we'll end up keeping Cornyn as a senator because um, Cruz was in a much weaker position than than Cornyn is when he was reelected uh when he ran against Beto mm-hmm. he, like he actually had to try to get reelected this time it it came much closer than it had done in decades but Cornyn is not as widely hated as Cruz is well, like either fled Cruz yeah e- even other republicans hate Cruz Cornyn probably fucking hates Cruz i know i've read about other Republican senators hating Cruz. So Cornyn has a much better shot than Cruz did of staying in power. Our only real hope of overturning that is if Cornyn decided not to run for re-election, which, as far as I know, I haven't heard any indication that he's not going to run again. He's pretty goddamn awful. Yeah, it's like you have a milk His office is here in Dallas. Yay. Yeah. At least Cruz's office is all the way down in fucking Houston. I don't have to have him near me physically. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Texas is pretty big. So to kind of draw things back to the the actual, like, instead of the real world bullshit that actually, like, impacts your life in a major way, shifting it back to the fandom bullshit, which affects people's lives individually and is important to a degree, but not as much as, you know, what's going on in the real world. A mutual of mine posted is like, hey, stop supporting call-out accounts. They are addicts feeding off reactionary anger, often prey upon victims themselves, and never solve any root problems. They only drive problems deeper under the skin where they fester unseen. And then wait! They got quote tweeted. 
Can you guess what they were accused of being when they oh, got so quote either, well, Okay, so we got three choices. We got three choices, and the person being quote treated is trans. Or a zoo. Um, oh, so definitely a pedophile. Nope. No? Actually, it's calling them a zoo. They're like, oh. disagree. Ruining the lives of zoophiles is good, actually. I wonder why you might think otherwise. Now, they didn't say shit about, like, anything. They literally yeah. like, hey, stop call- supporting call-out accounts. But again, trans woman steps up, says a thing, has a motherfucker in her quote tweets immediately. Mm. Just like, boom, I dropped the Z bomb on you. Boom, I dropped the P bomb on you. Oh, I dropped the big R. It's fucking nonsense 99% of the time. And it's infuriating because there are actual predators and monsters out there. But when you motherfuckers use shit like this all willy nilly, people start ignoring it. Like, there are This is literally the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. This is exactly that story. You call everyone that doesn't agree with you 100% a pedophile, a racist, or a zoophile, or all three. And then you're proven wrong, and every and everyone laughs it off. But that's letting all the actual pedophile zoophiles and racists continue to fly under the radar with no repercussions. Oh, oh, oh. Joosh. it's it's frustrating, and like I just block the shit out of people that are. Like, Bo's not pro zoo. That that was that his, like that uh, are like this. It's, <laughs> yeah, he's very like no. And it's so predictable too. Just insert 20 minutes of Fennec screeching in here. Because, like, you don't want to fucking deal with it online, but, like, any time that someone's like, hey, this is actually a bad thing, don't do it, you immediately get people who literally call themselves shit posters in their, just in their bios trying to start shit again. So I had to, like, type in their at, and then it would go, boop, delete. Problem solved. There should be a block list for anyone that has shit poster in their fucking bio. Yeah. Honestly, if you have shit post in your bio no, no. or the Zeta symbol the, uh, or I'm an asshole or I tell it like it is. The thing is, there's shit posting. Like, there's that, that's that... just put, putting up silly stuff and then there's shit stirring. Yeah. Mm. He's a shit stir. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a shit stirrer. It's, it's just stirrer. annoying to have this pop up on such a cyclical basis. And then, like, today, I saw a cap of someone, of a tweet made today, of someone like, oh my god, someone just fucking told me Pup Hoods are Zoophilia. Pup plays Zoophilia. Mm-hmm. It's like, for fuck's sake, you know what Zoophilia is? Fucking Zoophilia. It's not lines on a paper or putting on a doggy mask or putting on a horse harness and running around with, like, a... It's, like, that's just kink shit. Like, let people enjoy their stuff if they're not actively harming themselves or another creature. Like, come on, dudes. It's And, like, I, I think... And also, the thing is, the young, dumb people that are posting this shit think that this is a furry problem. Like, uh... And, like, they don't realize that fucking pup play and horse harnesses and stuff like that has been a big part of, like, the BDSM community and the queer community for fucking decades yep yeah it's it's kink it's not thing is fucking animals these kids are just doing the conservatives works for them and the other thing i saw was that that other person saying was that if you have animal genitalia on your fursona that's zoophilia as well and it's like oh fuck you come on Mm -hmm. fucking dipshit well i mean hell there's someone who was like yeah my character is a tar and i got called that Hey, Shiva, mm-hmm. because, because your all. lower half is a tiger with, you know, a vagina and a dick. 
and internal balls, and you're like a space alien from Star Trek fanfic, you're also therefore bad because tar. Mm-hmm. This shit makes oh, no fucking sense. The balls are internal? Yep. I always imagined, like, huge external balls that were almost indistinguishable from the six massive breasts dragging on the ground <laughs> as you are. That's non-canonical, Fuzz. <laughs> okay. Non-canonical. Uh, that, see, no, I, I, if I made a character, then I guess it wouldn't be an official chat app because it wouldn't be canonical in-universe. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. They make special harnesses so that your shit's not dragging around on the ground. Uh. Boobapedes. <laughs> I, I think this has gone on long enough. It's nearly 10 o'clock. Yeah, you're right. 504 episodes. That is I've, too long. Yep. I've decided that, like, after this, we will have been called out to hell and back for being like, oh, use your fucking brains, and using your brain is ableist. Oh, pff, nobody listens to this show. Yeah, there's really not that many, but that's fine. Like We won't get called out. No one pays attention. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> God. So we have a Patreon. We haven't been canceled from that yet. Patreon.com slash SouthPawsCast. You can buy some completely non-problematic books from ForPlanet.com and BadDogBooks.com. Um, get yourself some, uh, you know, regular-ass BDSM comics from, like, Kadath and stuff from ForPlanet.com. You can join our Telegram fan chat, which has, you know, explicit rules in place that, you know, what's cool and what's not cool to post. Um, and we enforce it. It's a nice, chill place. Hey, um, and we have a booth at BLFC this year, so when you hear this on, like, Saturday, immediately drop everything and get your ass to Reno to buy something at our table. Or, or you can go and yell and t- yell at Tyrion and be like, how dare your husband said this shit? And he'll be like, I don't fucking listen to that. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um... <laughs> <sighs> man like look the only thing i love furry art i love the fiction i love my friends and i like the people that i can hang out with real life man the fucking internet fandom suck my fucking dick most of the time honestly like the way some of these people act it's infuriating and yeah like it is not fun but like the fact that i do have a group of local friends who are older furs like me and I've gotten our shit together does keep me still here and involved (laughs) Mm because it's like if everybody around me was a bunch of reactionary 20 year olds, I would so not be here for this shit. Yeah. But because we've literally grown old together, like it still keeps me wanting to do this. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. So on that note, uh, good night. And buy books.